0: Welcome to Unity of Tucson. I had an intention today to speak to sort of the basics of the New Thought philosophy and I had this, I was, I was, I woke up the other morning and this phrase came up for me and it's, I'm sure it's not a new phrase. I'm sure somebody out there has coined this before I did, but it just came up through me and overwhelmed me. And I didn't do an internet search for it or anything uh, to see if anybody else had coined it. So, you know what? I'm going to claim it today. The phrase is this, and this is part of the basics of the philosophy. Form is the evidence of consciousness. Form is the evidence of consciousness of consciousness. As we, step, as we have stepped into July with my theme that I've chosen for this month, which is freedom song, that we get to sing our song of freedom and that we get to deeply understand that freedom is at the core of our beingness, which is why the, the affirmation this month is freedom is my birthright. I, I'm paraphrasing now because I don't have it right in front of me, but freedom is the birthright of every living soul. Our nature is freedom and freedom comes through our capacity to be able to make choices in life. But as As we make those choices from the consciousness of our true beingness, which is God, that is tapping into the infinite consciousness and utilizing that consciousness. As we do that, what shows up? as evidence of our consciousness is the form of our lives. So everything we see, everything in our experience, 100% of it, whether we like it or we don't like it, is the result of consciousness. It is the evidence of consciousness in action. Everything is the result of a conscious idea. (sighs) And then it made me think of this idea. You ready? You can never be more spiritual than you are right in this moment. You can never be more spiritual than you are right in this moment. And then people ask me if I say something like that. Well, then why are we coming here? Aren't we looking to attain something? Well, perhaps, perhaps you're looking to attain the the potential for expressing your spiritual nature more freely not putting blocks in the way and those blocks are only ever mental blocks that get in the way and letting that form flow from consciousness more freely now than ever before. So it is a double edged sword to live within that con- that conscious idea that everything we see is the result of a conscious idea. You can never be more spiritual than you are right in this moment and you can never be more spiritual than you are right in this moment. It's a double edged sword right because we can either use that as a celebration of going I know who I am and I get to live that experience so magnificently in every moment or I can let myself feel defeated by it because if I don't like the form that is my life right now I can never be more spiritual than I am right in this moment. It's a matter of perspective. Does the idea of that, that you can never be more spiritual than you are right in this moment, I feel like I have to keep saying it, does the idea of that make you feel defeated or something else? That's the power of our use of mind, that is the power of our use of consciousness, that we get to decide it and there's the freedom. We get to decide if we feel defeated by it or we feel like we can rise up to the idea that it truly represents in the infinite. So if we are feeling defeated by that construct, if that is what we are living with right in this moment, let us step away from any judgment around what that means and let us. Acknowledge that the work then that is ours to do and only ours to do, it is nobody else's. And let me tell you, it ain't mine to do it for you. I will stand here as a beacon of someone who has worked through this stuff. And sometimes I fall back, but I always get right back up. The work is to deepen, to deepen into the infinite meaning of that construct. And the way that we do that is to say, I know who I am. And who I am, while reflected in the circumstances of my life, is not dictated by the circumstances of my life. For I am the one who creates the circumstances in my life. So we get to use that idea to either rise up or fall down. You can be no more spiritual than you are right in this moment because every cell of your being, 100% of it is spirit because there can be nothing else. I say this all the time. There can be nothing else other than spirit because if there were something else, then spirit wouldn't be infinite. God would not be infinite. We are that presence and power. God has taken its unique form in each of us, we express and embody God in our own magnificent, unique, individualized fashion. There is no place where God is not, so there is no level of spirit greater than another. That's the other thing. Let us step away from thinking that there are greater expressions or levels of spirit and there are lesser, lesser levels and expressions of spirit. It's all God. Some of it might not feel so good. And if that is the case, you are in charge of allowing yourself to move to a different experience of God as you. Our work, the work of spiritual practice, is to express God. We are tasked with expressing the nature of God through ourselves. God is in and out and through me as me, God is. And the endeavor in this expression is an infinite endeavor. It is not limited to just this time, this space, this experience, this plane of action. It is infinite for when we transcend the experience of this physical beingness and go on to the next thing, We're still going to be 100% spirit expressing in some fashion. We don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. It may be another incarnation of a human experience. Some people believe that. I don't know what to believe because it is simply the proliferation of spirit as itself. And it has no beginning and it has no end. And so let us get on that ride to understand It more profoundly than ever before let us alleviate any fear we have around what it means to be in this world and trust and know that the endeavor of living is infinite when we align with this truth in the manner that allows us to rise up here's what happens we live richer and fuller experiences and isn't that you know that's why people come to new thought frequently They often come here because they're like, "Oh, my life sucks." Anyone ever have that experience? Ugh, life sucks. And they come into a new thought, spiritual center, a unity church, wherever they find themselves, being introduced to this philosophy. And frequently, the reaction is the same. They come in and they hear a minister or somebody speaking truth from the from the platform, and they say, "That's what I've always thought." There are people who have the same thoughts as I do. Did did anyone have that experience coming into a new thought center for the first time? Because that was mine. Now, people come in and they're, they're, they're looking for their tribe, right? They're looking for the people that are going to resonate with them and bring them up from the experience, perhaps, of despair that they may be having and saying, I know who you are. I know that you can live a richer and fuller experience of life because it is your birthright to be able to do that. It is not uncommon for the people who come for the first time frequently to sit in the back of the room and sob through an entire experience of a Sunday celebration. (sighs) Where we cry, God is the comfort there. So what happens, so what happens when we have embodied this principle, these principles, when we have embodied the understanding that we are God, that God is who and what we are? What happens when we are faced with what we perceive as problems in our experience, in the world, it doesn't matter. First of all, I think recognizing and knowing that what we perceive as problems are exactly that perceptions they are decisions around observing something in the world of form from a destructive point of view to see how it may be destructive in our lives. Well, the nice thing to know about any form of destruction in the world of form is that it is a reflection of what is happening in our minds. And maybe what is happening is a mental construct within ourselves is being so broken down that what we are tasked with replacing it with, that was a really odd structured sentence, but the task of replacing it is to allow ourselves to move to that place that is constructive and rooted in love. We're facing... What many people perceive as problems right now, you know, predominant among them, of course, Yeah, aren't you getting tired of this conversation that predominance among the problems we are perceiving right now is this thing that we are calling pandemic. But I want to remind you of something now some of you may have watched. Uh, This is actually before I started my tenure here at Unity of Tucson, but my my The last service at Tucson New Thought back in our old space on March 29th, I talked about that word pandemic and the form of that word pan meaning all demos meaning people pandemic is just a reminder that we are all one pandemic literally means all people. And for me, I take that into my heart with the understanding that as I recognize my get it ready unity with the whole that my life changes for the better. And I don't need to be relegated to the destructive effects of a pandemic. Such a heavy word if you understand it from that point of view. Or I can say, wow, I'm experiencing a pandemic. I know who I am within the construct of all. I am the part of the infinite wholeness of life. And as that, ooh, I'm getting into it today, as that, I can approach healing with this understanding that it is a revealing of the divine nature of all form, just like this candle represents. Healing is a revelation of the divinity in all circumstances, in all experiences, in all form. I can get my mind wrapped around that notion and change the experience of my life. And as I do that, at the individual level, I create a construct that goes beyond my physical beingness as an energetic idea. And it affects other people who then live within the decision of saying, oh, that uh, that energy feels really good. Or, wow, that guy, he's really uh, too much. You know, and I do get that sometimes <laughs> it's like bounce off the walls. Right. How far have we come since March 29th? When when I first introduced that idea that pandemic means all people, how far have we come since then? Now we could look at the effects of the world and say, oh, it's getting bad out there, right? We could look at it and have that construct at the forefront of our mind. But what does that do? If that is the construct at the forefront of our consciousness, we are going to create more of that construct. So, have we allowed the discord of the idea of the coronavirus to dominate our thoughts, or have we decided individually to be the change? Mental discord will create discordant experiences in form. Why? Because form is the evidence of consciousness. So, discord in consciousness creates the discordant experiences in form. So, let us step away from the idea of mental discord as a product or a byproduct of the things out there and know that we have the freedom to make choices to step into a new idea. And in this new idea, there is no good, there is no bad, there is only consciousness. And consciousness is neither good nor bad. Which then makes me think about one of the jokes that comes up when I was studying in ministry, you know, for, for the many classes that I took as I moved through the path to become a minister, it became a, it became quite the joke. You know, we have to take exams as part of the experience, you know, uh, to, prove in the world of effect that we know what we're talking about. So we take these exams and we're oh, we really want to pass those exams and we used to ar- we used to pretend and say, "Well, you know, one could argue that if you're taking an exam, the only answer to every question on the exam is consciousness." Irrespective of the question that's being asked, the answer is always consciousness. Now I never tried that on an exam. <laughs> but I thought about it, but ultimately there are no wrong choices. There's only consciousness. There are no wrong choices there. There's only consciousness because here's the thing as we experience this linear expression of time and space, we make choices within that expression of time and space that maybe miss the mark in terms of what we would like to have the forward momentum of our experience be. And if it misses the mark, we often call those wrong choices. But there can be no wrong choices. There is only the flow of form from consciousness. And as we are engaged in that flow of form from consciousness, if something misses the mark, here's the magnificent answer I have for all of you in terms of how to turn that around. Make a different choice from that moment and see what happens moving forward. Stop trying to change the past. Know that you can change your present. So how do we reconcile our experience with consciousness being all if we are not happy with the experience? Make a new choice. Know that we are the point of change and that as we change our own minds, we create a new paradigm for ourselves. And as we express and expand that consciousness, that conscious idea, it actually changes the entire world. And I think we can all commit to that. That's what I'm calling for. I'm calling for us all to commit to the idea that we choose in this moment to change our thinking around what we perceive as the detrimental effects of form and step into the notion that we are the creators of form and we can change everything around us. This is all rooted in the fundamentals of New Thought teaching. You know, New Thought teachings are only ever about healing. When, when, if, you, if you have studied the history of New Thought, it all goes back to healing the physical body. And as it has expressed and evolved, it has gone beyond just a healing of the physical body. We can now heal our prosperity. We can heal our relationships. We can heal our creative expression if we feel lack in any of those areas. We can heal that. But I think sometimes we forget that it all boils back to we can heal the physical body through our thoughts, through our consciousness. Emma Curtis Hopkins famously said, if a thought can redden the face, the thought can heal the bone. That that is the power of thought over our physical expression. There is no level that is greater or less than in the divine. So reddening the face should be just as easy as setting a bone, using our thoughts only. Now, sometimes the setting of the bone is going to necessitate us Trusting and knowing that God is in the doctor that sets the leg and puts it in a cast that may be the path to healing But we have to trust and know where we are on that path because I believe if we have the conscious strength To know who we are to such a degree that we could forego that Effect in form and the bone could be what we would perceive as a miraculously healed item on our body That is actually where it all started Essentially faith healing is where new thought started But we've expanded the definition of healing and so there are these four table legs. I talk about this not infrequently, you know, I talk about Relationship creative expression prosperity and physical health those are the four legs of a table And if any one of them is shorter than the other what happens to the table? It's not secure and so in that insecurity We can make mistakes. So our work is to find the balance of healing in all of it, to allow ourselves to bring those things into congruence and into alignment to such a degree that we have created a solid foundation for the magnificent expression of our lives. We don't need to live a wobbly life. That is not a necessity. But right now, there is a collective wobble. <laughs> and physical health is the thing that requires our attention right now. In the face of challenge, which is a perception, in the face of challenge, the solution is to remember what is innate. Innate within each and every one of us is wholeness and peace because God is. God is wholeness and peace, So that is what we are, innately. Deepening into this idea is what I call the soul Lucian, which is today's idea, living the soul Lucian, not the SOL Lucian, or SOL Lucian, <laughs> but the SOUL Lucian, the soul Lucian, to recognize it at the core of our soul is the infinite truth that is always flowing forth constructively. Our task then is to live the solution. Because the solution is trying to fix the effect. That's SOL. The solution is trying to fix the effect. The solution is addressing the mental cause. That's how I differentiate the ideas. So my work and our work as a, con, as a conscious community is to step into addressing mental cause at all times and knowing that that is the point from which all physical expressions of healing flow forth. So God is, it's basically I've been talking about the third tenet of my approach to the philosophy which is remember who you are. God is. Remember, that is who you are. When we know who we are, we concern ourselves less with the form. We allow ourselves to deepen into the mental cause. We can more easily deepen into love only as mental cause. And I've been talking about this a lot this past week, that much of what needs healing right now can be precipitated through this idea, forgive everything. My mindful moments during the week have been rooted in, the, in that idea, forgiveness, the construct of being for giving of ourselves. And so the action that we can take as a solution to the experiences of life that we are having is forgiveness. I have rooted myself in the notion that a collective consciousness of forgiveness will put an end to this experience. Think about that. A collective consciousness of forgiveness will immediately put an end to the experience of discord that we are having. So the work is to forgive everything now everything happens at the level of awareness or below the level of awareness, and we can do much good through acknowledgement that whatever is showing up in our experience doesn't matter if we had been aware of it or it was below the level of awareness, that we can do something about it because everything, form, is the evidence of consciousness. It matters less if we can identify the cause that had been To create this effect it matters more that we acknowledge yes there was some cause but I am the creator of my experience from this moment forward so irrespective of what that cause was because I may not be able to identify it I know who I am moving forward whatever part my consciousness played in precipitating this world experience I forgive that's the activity of forgiveness let us acknowledge that we can step into that paradigm whatever part my consciousness played in precipitating this world experience, I forgive. I forgive. I'd like us all to participate in this idea. And so what I would love for you to do is take your hands and place them over your heart space right now. What this does is it, it, it immediately allows us to relax into a parasympathetic state. <sighs> this this, this simple activity actually immediately lowers blood pressure. It relaxes us. It allows us to be in a receiving space. And I would like for you to repeat after me, and I will try to be slow (laughs) and break these down. But in this space of receiving, this parasympathetic state, I invite us to say this. I forgive myself for any way in which I have contributed to this experience. I forgive myself for any way in which I have contributed to this experience. And allow us to say this as well, I welcome forgiveness from others for my contributions to this experience. I welcome forgiveness from others for my contributions to this experience. Allow yourself to check in with what that feels like here and now, and let us solidify this conscious work in affirmative prayer. Right here in this moment, I acknowledge that there is only one power, there is only one presence, there is only one infinite source for all that is, it is God. It is infinite consciousness, it is love, it is light, it is life. This life force energy is showing up in all experiences and everything that exists in the world of form is the direct expression of God's impression upon itself for God creates itself from itself at all times. There is absolutely no separation. There is only this magnificent conscious flow As form. And this is who and what each and every one of us is. We are the expression of God in form, perfectly flowing forth, easefully and effortlessly at all times. And so I know and trust that as I step into a willingness to forgive and activate the practice of forgiveness, I create a new construct for this entire world. I trust in this. God is good. God is flowing forth in all things, as all things. God is moving itself perfectly. And so all is aligned now from this moment and evermore in kindness and love an in infinite freedom. And it is with gratitude in my heart that I simply let it be. As I trust in its perfect flow, I step out of the way and let it be so. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. Namaste.